Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Sports Radio Network. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. It is Chris Pavona with your Make It Rain fantasy sports news update. Let's go back to last night's home run derby. New York Mets Pete Alonso won a battle of rookies to outslug the Toronto Blue Jays. Vlad Guerrero Jr. and win the home run derby at Progressive Field in Cleveland on Monday night. Guerrero broke the derby single round record in each of the first two rounds, but after surviving an exhausting duel with Jacques Peterson of the Los Angeles Dodgers in the semifinal round, Guerrero didn't have enough to beat Alonzo in the final. The 20-year-old Blue Jays rookie t- trying to follow in the footsteps of his Hall of Fame father, who won the event in San Francisco in 2007, went first in the final, and after initially struggling to duplicate his earlier pace, he picked it up after calling a second timeout and finished with 22 home runs. Alonzo, unique in the competition in sending most of his hits towards center field, uh, then followed with 23 to spare uh, to end it with plenty of time. He became the first Met to win the event since Daryl Strawberry was co-champion in 1986. With the win came a very cool $1 million bonus to supplement Alonzo's base salary of $555,000. Uh, Alonzo said he would donate 10% of his winnings between two charities, the Wounded Warriors Project and the Steven Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Guys, tonight is the All-Star Game, and if you think there's no reason to watch it like me, uh, then maybe we need to take a look at some of these prop bets thanks to our good friends at FanDuel and make the game a little interesting for your for yourself. Here, guys, the money line for the American League is minus 110, National League minus 104. Uh, the spread for the, uh, for the American League, for uh, it's a... Uh, Minus one and a half, uh, plus 168 for the American League, uh, plus, uh, minus 196 for the National League. Uh, the over-under is eight and a half, with the uh, under being a minus 106 bet here. And guys, here are the odds to win the 2019 MLB All-Star Game MVP. Here are some of the money line favorites right now. Mike Trout is your top favorite at plus 950. Cody Bellinger, plus 1,600. Alex Bregman, plus 2,000. Uh, and pair of Yankees, DJ LeMahieu and Gary Sanchez are both at plus 2,000. But Dane, I got to say, I got to go with you that most of these guys are going to be out of the game kind of early. And yep. somebody that I would not want to want to put a bet down for MVP. Yeah, I hear you. Listen, the clutch spot will probably come in, you know, the seventh inning or something like that. And so these guys will be long gone. These starters will be long gone unless Verlander goes three and pitches like strikes out seven and, and, and perfect three innings or something like that. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll be whoever comes up in the sixth, seventh or eighth inning and gets that clutch double in the gap to break a tie, something like that. So I would go with one of these bench guys. And I'm telling you, Joe, you're Jeff McNeil guy. I was flying back from California. I saw him go four for five against the Phillies over the weekend, everything, a line drive single. That's the kind of hit that is uh, going to be few and far between tonight, and maybe the National League will need one. Watch Jeff McNeil. 
Well, anyways, the American League is 24-6-1 straight up in the last 31 All-Star games. Only two pitchers have been named MVP since 1987. That was Pedro Martinez in 1999 and the great Mariano Rivera in 2013. Neither team's total has reached double digits since 2005. The total has been seven or less runs in eight of the last And both of those... Uh, Bavona were odd cases. Yes. Pedro, that's the one in Fenway when he struck out everybody. Yep. And Mariano was his swan retired. I know they're honoring CC tonight, but I don't there think are. any of these pitchers, you know, fit that description to get the kind of uh, bouquet of roses, Rolex watch kind of award. So I think it's going to be a hitter who comes up clutch in the last three innings. I think you were absolutely right on that one, Dane. Now let's go over to the NBA, where, of course, there's always drama in the NBA free agency. In the aftermath of co-star Paul George's departure, Oklahoma City's Russell Westbrook welcomes the idea of general manager Sam Presti engineering a trade that would bring an end to his illustrious 11-year career with the franchise, league sources are telling ESPN. The Miami Heat have expressed interest, a potential destination that also appeals to Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook and his agent, Thad Foucher, have been discussing trade possibilities and scenarios with Presti, and the sides are both motivated to find a resolution sooner rather than later. Westbrook wants to play for a team pursuing a contention, which is no longer the case with the Thunder after George forced a trade to the Los Angeles Clippers to partner with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, guys, I could not find any prop bets from our friends at FanDuel here, but Bet Online has some odds for where Westbrook will be playing next season, and wouldn't you know it, the Oklahoma City Thunder are plus 175, followed by the Knicks at plus 200, followed by the Miami Heat at plus 400. The uh, Pistons and Rockets are at plus 600. Guys, very interesting to see that the Oklahoma City Thunder are still the favorites to keep Russell Westbrook uh, for the 2019-2020 season. But that is the news from me, Chris Pavona. We are now getting back to making sure that you know how to keep your Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Final hour, make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network on this Tuesday, July the 9th. Cannot believe that. Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri, mid, uh, mid-summer uh, classic, getting ready to take center stage in Cleveland, just like it did last night for the home run derby. Well, we got plenty of ways for you guys to be able to make it rain on this game. Also, we'll take a quick look at some of the trends, some of the things and numbers that we might have learned here from the first half in the Major League Baseball season, because before we know it, Thursday will be here. Friday, we'll have a full slate of games. Thursday, I believe Houston and Texas, if I'm not mistaken, are back in action on Thursday. And then uh, welcome back uh, Major League Baseball for the second half as the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Astros, uh, three teams, the Milwaukee Brewers. You start looking at the Atlanta Braves. I mean, you start looking at some of these divisions, too, in Major League Baseball, Dane, uh, from a, all right, who's going to, you know, who needs that big push? There's always seems to be that one team like uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, for instance, last year, 
or the St. Louis Cardinals uh, after they finally fired that uh, that crap coach right. that they had over there that blew everyone's arm out. Uh there's going to be one of those teams there. The question, who is it? Can the Washington Nationals, uh, yep. who seem to have maybe put it together a little bit there, can they chase down uh, the Braves? I mean, will the Indians, you know, finally start hitting and, and make a push and try to see if they can't catch the uh, the Twins there? So there's, uh, there's some interesting storylines in the second half. Uh, but really, I guess none bigger is can the Dodgers and the Yankees continue what they did from the first half. Do you think they can sustain that, both of these teams? Yeah, I think some of the top teams are there and are clear. You know, in the AL, you know the Yankees, you know the Astros will be there. The Twins look great. You see the Dodgers in the uh, National League. I think mm. you nailed it. To me, To me, the team that could make a run is honestly my pick to win the NL pennant at the beginning of the year. So I'm going back to the well of the Washington Nationals. And anytime you got Stroudsburg, Corbin, and of course Max Scherzer there, uh, you know, you're still in contention. They now, by the way, Joe, have the third best record in the National League. So the Nationals are coming. Watch out for them. Yes, they are. All right, we'll dive into some of the numbers, help you make it rain. Second half, Major League Baseball season coming up next. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. 
College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. So uh, one of my uh, guilty pleasures is always uh, there's a couple of shows that I'll uh, that I'll follow that I'll watch uh, and I because I don't watch a lot of TV outside of sports anyway but there is one or two obviously Netflix shows and uh, and others that I'll watch one of them of course is American Horror Story I don't know if you ever got into that Dane down in uh, um, on FX there it's they've had I think about seven or eight seasons now um, that they've done and it's just it's it's the creepiest crap in in the world and it's fantastic and uh, one of the people that is uh, that has starred in like the last six or seven has been announced. Uh, Sarah Paulson is not going to be in it. And those American Horror Story fans, uh, apparently they're going back to 1984. Uh, but they're bringing in a lot of the other faces. It's one of those series, Dane, where all the actors stay the same, but the story changes. So they just okay. play different guys every year, uh, which is which is so you really like you're like, oh, my God, it's the it's the American Horror Story people. And every year they just change the story to something really messed up. I mean, the Lady Gaga was in it one year. She was amazing. It's it's actually quality television, especially if you're into the whole uh, jump out of your seats like I want to throw up. I can't believe what I just watched kind of thing. And the other is Stranger Things. Have you seen this yet? Ah, it started again. No, I am not yeah. into Stranger Things. But uh, my future brother-in-law, uh, when I was out in California, was very excited one night. He's like, listen, Stranger Things 3, I think it was, is on. Yeah. And, like, all the kids were to bed yes. and stuff. So yeah. it, was big, it was a big deal. But, nice. no, I personally Four, It's only been out it. since Sunday. Familiar. 41 million people already. have already watched wow. it in four days, guys. That's just... That's crazy. And Bavona, you a big uh, Stranger Things fan? Huge. Love the Really? Show. Absolutely love the show. Have you caught it yet, Dane? Did you see one or no, two I yet? Have not seen, I have not seen it. It's but the worth real, it. Can you yeah, bet one, on it, though? Can you bet on it? One is definitely worth it. Yes, well, that's, you know, you laugh. But there are dead. There were some prop bets leading into no, season three. Yeah, <laughs> okay. there were. There were some prop bets leading into season three here. The problem that I have is I can't remember how the hell the last year. That's the problem with these things ah. on Netflix because they released the whole damn season at the one. previous one, though. You just yeah, binge like watch they, the end of the previous season. Exactly. So now I got to watch the last three. I'm like, I can't for the life of me remember right. how the hell the uh, the next one does it. But that's these the, things out. Like once every 18 months, they right. drop a new season. So you got to catch exactly. up. Exactly. That's great sound effect, too, by the way. I know exactly what you're doing. Here. Yeah, this is the very exactly creepy. Creepy. And by the way, everyone's bent out of shape because apparently a lot of, and this is a shock here, Dane, but a lot of people smoked in the 80s. Oh, so, really? Yeah, oh, so no. what they've done in the show is they've they've actually, you know, recreated what it's supposed to be like in the 80s where everyone chain smoked. Got you, smoking in bars and stuff. Right. But people are pissed, smoking so now they have malls. to cut out. Yeah, smoking hey. in malls, airplanes. Listen. 
<laughs> that's the time. That's the way it was. Actually, when I watched Mad Men, uh, you yes. know, which is like set in the 50s and 60s, they got right. the drink cart coming around and was slapping the Thank secretary on the bum. Thank you. So, you yeah. know, and it's about the time and place. Like Jimmy's too. That's they were right. smoking like chimneys too. Keep it yeah. real, people. That's all I'm going to say. Keep it real. There's no need to have to put 2000 Integrity of the art forward. form, people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because those of us that lived in the 80s, we remember, man, we all came to, came to school smelling like cigarettes, man. Everyone yeah. and their mother smoked. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but uh, but a couple, yeah, 41 million people already on the Stranger Things. So wow. if you haven't had a chance to catch it, go ahead start with season one. It's actually pretty enjoyable, man. There's nothing else going on between now and football season. So give yourself an opportunity to check it out. Uh, we talked about, Dane, the, the idea of tonight, the Major League Baseball game. Of course, you like the under. Uh, I happen to agree with you here since uh, that's how it's been eight out of the last 11. Not a lot of runs scored, even though we're in a home run era. But when you take a look at the first half here of the season, there are a couple of takeaways here, some things you guys should know. For instance, how do you think favorites did this year, Dane, so far in the first half of the year? Because when you look at the numbers... Let's see. I mean, we talked about, right, the minus 300 favorites, yeah. the minus two. You ain't making, uh, you know, yeah. man, you are playing with fire. I think the favorites are winning at above 50%, but not much above 50%. Not enough that you're really laying the 210 juice all the time. I'll say right. favorites are winning 53% of the time. That's, you know what, I... Exactly what I said, brother. It's funny how we think alike along those lines. Uh, try close to 60%. Oh, really? Favorites okay. in the first half finish the game. But here's the deal, and this goes to what we, you and I have been preaching from day one here. They're oh, 798 and 554 for the first half of the season. That is, uh, that is favorites. Uh, a 59.4% clip. Guys, They've only, if you are a hundred dollar better, okay, and you blindly the entire first half won seven hundred and ninety-eight favorite games, but lost five hundred and fifty-four, you'd be up exactly two hundred and twenty dollars right now. With a hundred dollar as your unit. You're up like two <laughs> units. Exactly correct. All right. So that's what we talk about where you have to identify the dogs here, guys. You gotta go dog shopping in a major league baseball. Because you just won 798, you only lost 554 games. You're winning at close to a 60% clip, and Dane, you got $220 to show for it. Right, absolutely. And here's here's the basic level of it, okay? If we're talking about minus 200 favorites, Mm -hmm. you have to win over 66% to be positive, to be in the black at all. Okay, uh, because of, you know, how much you're getting banged with those losses, whatever, you know, the Orioles or the Marlins do pop up. And so that happens. That's why you got to pick your spots. Absolutely. Yes. Now, if you break down that a little further, that's where you can you could start to see where some of the favorites were profitable and could be profitable. For instance, road favorites dominated 60 percent, 60 percent winning percentage on as road favorites. They uh, they cleared close to nine units. Non-division road favorites, even better, man, up to uh, up to 63% of the time they ended up winning. So give me a favorite yeah. on the road, which is not something in the past, I think, Dane, we would have ever looked at and been like, wait a minute, you telling me like the, 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 the teams that there is no home field advantage, isn't there in Major League Baseball? Supposed to be the whole sleeping in your bed, being a little more comfortable. 
It hasn't been that way in the first half. Uh, road favorites have dominated uh, uh, on the uh, in the first half of the Major League Baseball season, and that's pretty damn impressive when you consider where we are in today. You know, fade that whole. Uh, you know, let's fade the away dog. Yeah, I, I, I right. don't know, man. It it's been pretty profitable the first half to back that um that away uh, that away favorite rather. That's interesting, but you know, when you talk about like momentum and sleeping in your own bed. In baseball, I think that's different than in any other sport because, honestly, momentum – there's a saying in baseball. Momentum is the name of tomorrow's starting pitcher, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's where – that's the most important linchpin of all this. We've talked about this as it relates to betting the first five as opposed to the whole mm-hmm. game. What I'd be interested in, Joe, is the – is the over-under totals. Like, what percent is the over-hitting? Because yes. as we've been talking about, runs under up in Major League Baseball. I think you mentioned something like 4 or 5%. Home runs are up, something like 17%. So I'd be yes. wondering if the if the cappers and the uh, whoever's hanging the lines have caught up to that or if the overs are reigning supreme. That's what I would yep. be interested to see. Yeah, we'll give you those numbers, too, because they are also extremely unique here to the first half. Mm. And the big question is, do you think these trends from the first half, uh, can they teach us enough to go like, you know what, guys, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is probably going to maintain true in the second half. And one of my favorite things to do, of course, is uh, – Look at the numbers as far as where is the public betting, right? Where is uh, where are the where are the numbers facing? What's happening at the books? And we see this a lot where unpopular favorites are receiving less than fifty percent of the money coming in. And we've seen this a lot here, especially with uh, with teams on the road where the public just loves one side, but you know what? The sharps, they love another side. So, Uh, you have to decide what are we going to do? Are we going to fade? You know, everyone's backing the Marlins or the Baltimore Orioles, the trendy dog, but you've got to go against the grain and be like, yeah, I don't think so. And if you did that in the first half, you're good for almost 17 units, 61% of the time. If you would fade that whole trendy dog kind of thing where, you know, and, and we've seen this a couple of times with teams like Baltimore, Toronto, Kansas City, uh, Miami, you know, everyone goes that, well, they can't possibly lose an eighth game straight. Right. So the public comes in and you're going, uh, don't necessarily think this is, or they call up a pitcher from the minor leagues and you're like, Oh yeah, no, follow the money. How many times have we said it here on the show, Dane? Like, don't overthink it. Follow the money. I don't care if they're only getting 34% of the bets. If they're getting 55% of the money, 60% yep. of the money, follow the money, guys. There is an absolute an absolute reason as to why uh, that's happening and why the money is going in that direction. So that's actually been pretty profitable this year, Dane, to, uh, to go ahead, take a look at some of those situations and just follow. Where is the money going, right? Because we know casual mm-hmm. bettors love betting favorites. Right. So when they load up on a dog, it gives contrarians and the sharps an opportunity to go, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and, oh, oh, you like this? Yeah, we're going to go the other way. And when they've done that, it's actually been good for a hell of a profit in the first half. And I think that's something universal, first half, second half. It's probably a good rule of thumb for guys to recognize those situations in the second half. If you haven't done so, pounce on them, guys, because there is, you know, fading the public, just follow the money. Not a bad idea to do it, Dane. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. 
before you just said it. The axiom fade the public is there yeah. for a reason, right? Yeah. You know, like every saying has its basis in something. And so, oh, you know, true. fading the public and following the money makes sense. What Joe is saying, if there's, you know, say 40% of the bets, but it's 65% of the money, of the money that yeah. means it's sharp money, okay? That means it's the bigger betters making up a right. greater percentage of it. So those are the ones to follow when the sharps are plunking down extra cash. That's what moves the line. That's why we fade the public. I'm interested about that road home, like the home dog kind of thing, Joe, mm -hmm. because um, in football, at least, one of my trends is I do like backing the home dogs. Okay, and so it sounds like you're saying in baseball that's not really applying so Hasn't far been, this yeah. season, which is pretty yeah. interesting to me. But I think, you know, I, I would be digging into the starting pitchers a little bit more because, you know, the team is one thing. But, right. you know, unlike other sports, the starting pitching on any given day is such a variable that it really changes the entire dynamic. Yeah, uh, visitors, as a matter of fact, road teams, much better than home teams this year, Dane, in the first half. Kind of crazy, right? Home teams um, uh, home teams weren't great. They were about uh, 53%, but uh, that equated to almost 40 units of, uh, of loss there by backing Oops. blindly, of course, just going to home teams. So uh, visitors have done pretty good. And, well, at least they've done better than what the home team's done. Because they've only lost, uh, if you back just the visiting teams, the road teams, for instance, blindly, uh, you only would have lost about 15, uh, 15 units as compared to the 40 units by backing the home guys. So it's it's not great either way, but it's all about minimizing those losses, isn't it? So just Fair because enough. the team Don't is bet home. bet anything blindly. You're saying if you bet the home right. team blindly exactly. all the time. Here's the moral right. of the story. Don't bet anything blindly every day. Right. And don't just go, well, they're home, so I right. like that they're home and this. I like the starting pitcher in their home. It takes a little bit more than that because what the numbers are telling us is home is nice, but when you look at the – in the whole scope of it, not necessarily been very profitable to to utilize a bet simply because, well, I like the pitcher, but you know what? They're home, so they're going to win. Eh. Your overs, my friend? Yeah. The, uh, the totals – my, oh, my. Historically, unders have been more profitable. You know that, right? We've talked about this sure. in the past. Uh, the public loves betting overs. They love sweating overs. Like, we want runs. We, we don't want pitching right. foul. We want runs. Um, and, yeah, however, it's uh, the exact opposite here. This year, the overs dominating the first half, man. Dominating the first half. Uh, winning close to uh, 11 units in the first half. If you go. just blindly bet the overs in every game, guys, you're profiting. Meanwhile, the unders, they've won about 48% of the time, but you would have lost 65 units in the first half simply by just going, give me the unders. And it's been historically reversed. The unders have always ultimately been the more profitable angle to go on, but not with the juice balls, not what we've been getting here. Uh, overs are cashing at nearly a 3% higher clip this year than compared to uh, the there last couple go. of years. So that's it. And when you're going to look at it, man, like, hey, guys, guess what? We going over. We going, oh, when in doubt, go over. So follow the money, guys. It's still pretty good to go. The National League also dominated interleague play, Dane. We noticed this on a couple of occasions, too. Uh, where in the past you could pretty much hang your hat on the American League dominating interleague play. But 
Not real. And of course, you know, you look at the DH, you look at those types of things. But guys, the way rosters are constructed now, the way they put this together, the National League had really dominated the American League in the first half to the point of uh, winning at a 56% uh, clip here in the first half, these interleague games. And I think we got more now. It seems like we've got an interleague game every week, don't we, Dave? Some sort of series that's uh, that we're yeah. crossing over, which is which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the way the schedule is these days. There is always yep. an interleague game. But I am intrigued, Joe. It sounds like the over is the good bet. It sounds like the idea of the runs going up, the home runs going up. It sounds yep. like the books have yet to completely catch up. So in the nope. second half, unless I see it's, you know, Kershaw versus Cole or something like that, I'm taking the over, especially when we're seeing these, you know, seven, eight and a half. And, and when we get to the bullpens, that's where everybody explodes. We've been talking about it all season long. Position players coming in to pitch, bullpens blowing leads. It seems like the over is, in fact, profitable. Oh, I'm glad that my hunch is backed up by the numbers, Joe. Give me an idea here. Who do you think most profitable Major League Baseball team first half? Dane, who is it? The Minnesota Twins. Oh, damn, dude. Actually, great guess. Second. They are uh, they are second. The number one most profitable team this year. $100 better. Uh, taking the Texas Rangers every game, you'd be up $1,400 really? so far this season. Yeah, can you believe Interesting. that? Texas yeah, I, Rangers. You know, that makes sense. A team that maybe was expected to be a little below 500, that is yes. a little bit above 500, that's what you're looking for. Someone who's kind of like outperforming their season projections, right? Yeah, and also you're taking a, probably not a favorite uh, or big on, numbers, on a, you right? Know, early on, so they weren't going to be expected to win. And you got guys right. like Mike Miner having an unbelievable year. They absolutely mash. So blindly, Texas Rangers, you win in fourteen hundred bucks if you just took the Rangers every game in the first half. The Twins, a real close second behind yeah. that. Um, as far as the suck teams, and who would have made you the most money? Who would have lost you the most money? No, it would have made you the most money if you if you followed the terrible teams here, because oh. obviously when they won and it hasn't been often, but when they do right. win, they're cashing some big numbers. Um, give me the Reds. Reds are a great call. It's actually the White Sox. The White Sox, who are forty-two to forty-four, uh, have actually made betters eleven units, uh, despite of having a uh, below five hundred record. They've actually right. been money for guys, and I mean, you know, you look at Giolito and what this team has been right. able to do, and you're exactly. like, oh, Ivan Nova's going to lose. These, this team, this team can right. mash, dude. They got some guys on That's that true. team that can absolutely mash. So here's my question for you, Joe. And Niffin, I hope you're listening. My San Diego fathers, Joe, they are yes. 45 and 45. Remember, their season win total, I think, was around, like, 65. Or maybe that's the bet I made with Niffin. So yes. I only need 20 more wins in the second half. I hope you're listening, brother man. Um, how are my Padres doing at 500? Literally exactly 500 at 45 a and 45. A small profit gaining okay. one and a half units in the first half if you would have taken the Padres just to uh, win. The other problem is, Dane, you know, with two opposite sides of the spectrums, White Sox, right? Below 500 yet profiting over 10 units in the first half if you bet them. Uh, then you look at the Dodgers and you're like, oh, my God, the Dodgers 60 and 32. My God, you must have cleaned. Yeah, only four and a half units. Because, yeah, because of their losses, how, they're at like minus 230 every time when right, they lose. They, 
which again, I hope this highlights the point here, guys, on how important it is every week because it is a marathon. It's not a sprint, but how important it is to identify those underdog opportunities in Major League Baseball where the books are maybe missing out. You're going, huh? Um, teams like the Padres, the Giants, these are all te- the Diamondbacks, the A's, uh, the Pirates even. Uh, these are all teams in the top 10 that showed a profit, even though maybe they don't have the best over 500 record or maybe they're just under 500, but they are profitable because if you were able to identify them during those uh, during the first half of the season, man, you it's becoming more and more streaky too, isn't it, Dane? More and more that we look at, it's these teams who can rattle five or six wins, yeah. even though they're 10 games under 500. They get, look at the Marlins did a couple of times this year, rattled off wins of at least three or more games. Uh, the Orioles even. You know, so if you catch the team at the right time, either way, whether losing or winning, there's some money to be made there usually during the week. Yeah, if you want to go streaking, and right now uh, we mentioned two teams, one in the American League, one in the National League, that people thought were going to be contenders, got off to bad starts, but are now starting to chip away. In the American League, it's the Cleveland Indians. They've won six in a row. They are now in playoff position, Joe. They would right. be the second wild card. If the season ended today and then in the National League, it is the Washington Nationals, okay? Eight Mm -hmm. and two in their last 10. They have been streaking. They have worked themselves into wild card position as well. And these are teams that we know have blue chip talent, have the arms. And we also know that in the next, oh, what, 21 days are not beyond Mm -hmm. making a move to solidify their roster. Am I lost here, or did we just blow through a uh, break here? Like, am I? Uh, I feel like we've been doing this for the last five hours here. Did we well, never? Uh... Things happen. Things. things okay, you I'm know, just. I just because I'm going. Yeah, I'm just having fun. Did I miss the music? Okay, there it is. I knew I was expecting it, and then we what, just. You gotta go to the bathroom or something, Joe. Come on, it's yeah, right. you're only on for six hours every morning. Come on, dude. I gotta go. So, like, that's my point. Like. <laughs> Like, I got to run to the bathroom here, man. All right, we'll listen break. to some commercials. When we come back, Joe will be back in the saddle. Maybe a few pounds lighter. Make it rain. And the, and the least profitable team in Major League Baseball. Least. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. 
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Morning after. Akbar Gabia, BMLO. I'm going to get you to compete on American Ninja Warrior. If you don't hit a buzzer, you have to convert in front of the whole world until the whole world, you are now a Lakers fan. Listen, if we can make it happen, I'll do it. I've humiliated myself in, in worse ways. We got to get Renary in on this. But... No, no, no. I'm right next to Akbar laughing the whole time I'm taking bets. I'm with him, man. Let's get you on there. I don't think I'll get medically cleared by NBC, bro. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. All right, guys, time to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show, well, you guys can risk a free bet of up to 500 bucks, and let me spell it out for you. Here's how it works. Pretty simple, right? You just create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, you make a deposit, and boom, you place your first bet. DraftKings matches it up to 500 bucks. It's that simple. SportsGrid.com forward slash DK. That's SportsGrid.com forward slash DK. Make sure you act quickly. However, this offer not going to be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you see the website for details. And want to welcome you in here to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Make it rain, the name of the show. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much for making us a part of your morning as we take a look here at some of the some of the numbers, some of the statistics from a betting perspective, first half Major League Baseball as we get ready for the All-Star game tonight. We told you the most profitable team in Major League Baseball through the first half, Texas Rangers, dominating with, uh, I believe, uh, close to 15 units of profit. A $100 better uh, would be up over 1400 bucks simply, blindly, having bet the Texas Rangers every game in the first half. Now, there's also a flip side to that, Dane. There's the least profitable teams right. in the first half. The following teams are probably teams you should not. I, the I Red don't Sox. care. Yeah, Red Sox are definitely. Yeah, believe it or not, Red Sox are uh, are definitely up there. They made the top ten. Uh, the Royals, absolutely atrocious. Uh, losing betters uh, close to twenty units. The Tigers, Tigers, not far behind there. They can't score any runs. Uh, Eighteen units. The Orioles. Best. The Giants, maybe? 17 units. The Mets next after that, 13 units. The Mariners also mm. losing betters, 11 units. And uh, the Red Sox, uh, nine units. How about the Nats? The Nats uh, have not been yeah. a profitable bet at all, thanks to that bullpen. The Cardinals, neither. Uh, also losing betters, close to five units. How about this one? The Cubs and the Brewers are tied. Uh, with just about four units of uh, minus four units for both of them backing them during the first half of the season. So while we expect the Royals and Detroit, obviously the Tigers who can't score, but when you look at that, Nats, Cards, Phillies, Cubs, and Brewers all have been uh, in the negative there as far as a unit uh, perspective goes, Dane. They haven't been profitable in the first half. Now, I can tell you this, it better turn around in the second half for the Nats, for the Cards, for the Phillies, for the Cubs, and for the Brewers, if they want to maintain where they are right now or at least make a push to the playoffs, uh, they're going to have to certainly, from a betting perspective, be a little bit more profitable. Yeah, I mean, you know, yes. (laughs) If they want to make the playoffs, they'll need to start winning games and they'll need to start making people some cash. Absolutely, you know. But I I think the point here to be made is – you don't just look at the top of the standings to find the profitable teams. 
right? right? You have to look at the people, the teams that are kind of overperforming expectations. When you talk about the White Sox, you talk about the Reds, those are teams that are like, you know, closer to 500 than people would have thought. And that means that they're winning a couple of one uh, plus 160 times and they're never huge favorites. So when they do lose, you're not getting, you know, banged out as much. And when they win, you're probably getting plus 140, plus 175, things like that. And that's where your gravy is made as a sports investor. Yeah. And, and also it gives you a great, don't be afraid to fade. I, I right. mean, understanding the situations where you see, hey, listen, you're like, oh, it's the Nats, it's the Phillies. Well, yeah. So there are a lot more fadeable situations there than you would think uh, just because they are the favorite. They haven't been able to turn a profit in the first half of the year. I mean, how what are the uh, the Red Sox, I believe, are 49 and 41, and yet yeah, they've lost. over. Yeah, they're minus 10 units already in the first half there from – uh, which also, again, speaks to and we talk about it all the time. We say uh, we're always looking for the value. Well, we're also looking for all the overvalued teams, too, across the board. Right, Dane? We want to know. We talked about it in basketball season, college basketball. Duke, way overvalued every time they took the court. Like Golden State, way overvalued. Well, Red Sox so far this year have been ridiculously overvalued, and it's showing. Now, there are two kings of the hill. You mentioned totals, right? We love our totals mm-hmm. with the juice ball. Well, there's a over and there's an under. And and there are clearly two teams uh, in the first half that have dominated both of those categories. Seattle and the over have been as good as money as you will make there, Dane. All first half. If you just bet Seattle and you bet the over, guys, you were cashing to the tune of over 22 and a half units. Uh, in the first half, over 2200 bucks to the $100 better simply by going, oh, it's Seattle playing? Let's take the over. And conversely, yeah, they've, been, they've given up the most runs in the American League, yes. and they've scored like, you know, the fifth or so most runs themselves. <laughs> they've given That's up crazy. 550 runs, Joe, already. Yep. 550 by far. Yeah, crazy. And now, conversely, how about the unders? Uh, if you would simply have just looked at the Cincinnati Reds, who to me mm. should be a hell of a lot better than their record is not nearly as reflective as I think is how it's good true. this team played in the first half, Dane, right? Uh, just look yeah. at the pitch. Look at the whip. Look at the ERA. Look yeah. at that pitching staff. That bullpen's good. Um, they went through some injuries, but they get Scooter back for the second half. I, I like the Reds to make some noise in the second half, but as far as the under goes, dude, 21 units is what you would be up. $2,100 simply by going, oh, the Reds are playing? Take the under. They have been an under machine. Uh, The next closest to them, for instance, from a profitable standpoint, you win $2,100 just back in the Reds. You'd have won 600 bucks simply just following the Astros in the under and also the Indians. But the difference between what the Reds were and what the Astros, it's like night and day. Um, It's just crazy. Uh, As far as the overs go, the Pirates, 19 units of profit in the first half, backing them on the over. And you would think the Yankees, right? Mm -hmm. How about the Yankees, 11 units? The Giants, 10 units of profit by backing the over in that team. And even the Mets, dude. The Mets are more profitable than the Yankees when it came to the over, if you can believe that. 
That's crazy, but I want to go back to the Cincinnati Reds, Joe, because I think you make sure. a couple of good points there. The Reds, the least amount of runs given up in the National League, but another stat that's interesting to me, I look at run differential, Joe, and I yes. think that's a, a much better indicator of how a team is playing than just their record. And the Reds, although they are five games below 500, their mm -hmm. run differential is plus 27. Okay, there is no other team in the league Okay, that is, you know, I guess, you, you know, the Cardinals and the Rockies are technically one game right. under with plus run differential, but they're plus two as their run differential. The Reds are plus 27 and they're five games under. You talk about them not scoring a lot of runs, them not giving up a lot of runs. Another reason, in my opinion, that you could look at the Reds to maybe make some hay here in the second half. I think they are a team that are... Uh, they're, they're better than their record indicates. Their run differential would say so. And if you look at the NL Central, Joe, that entire division is separated by four and a half games. The Cubs Crazy. are up, uh, up top four games over. The Reds are in last place in that division, but only four and a half games back. That NL Central could see a lot of shifting. So let me ask you this here, Dane. If I look at the first half total for the Reds, uh, the, I mean, the uh, the year-long win total. It was 79. Uh, mm. 79 wins here. They're at 41. Dare I say the idea of them winning uh, another at least 39 games in the second is not out of the realm of possibility here? I, I you know, I, I look at that number and I'm going, well, they're just about halfway there to their win total of 79. And the pitching, to me, is what's going to ultimately get it done down the stretch there when you need some uh, some. They've been lights out, man. That pitching staff and bullpen, that run differential, if they could actually sustain yeah. some hitting, and I do think getting uh, Scooter back in that lineup is going to help those guys a lot at the top there. I, I, this Reds team is, you know, I mean, listen, the Dodgers were scheduled to win 92 and a half games. They've already right. won 60. Um, Cha-ching. Uh, sure. the, the Rockies. Uh, have 44 wins. Their win total was 85 and a half. Do you see the Rockies getting that might be playing in that ballpark? I right. don't know that the Rockies can make their win total. But the thing for the Reds, though, like it would they have to make hay soon, right? Because if yes, they get they to do. September and they're out of contention, then all these numbers you're talking about. Don't mean Jack, Joe, because yeah. they're going to just let the kids play. You know, when they expand the 40-man rosters, if they happen to be 15 games out, then it ain't going to matter. You know what right. I mean? And, and so if they make a run to, like, stay within contention or even sniff the wild card, then I'm with you, right? Then I'm with you when it comes to the season win total. But they may struggle if they decide to wave the white flag come, you know, come Labor Day, and then it's just kids getting in that those reps. Then I would be a so little bit worried about the win total. How many, Dane, uh, so you got to figure most teams have played between 88 and 91 games right now. So than, far. A little bit more than half, yeah. A little bit more than half. So you're looking at probably, let's say, what, 78, 77, 78 games left? Right, so they're uh, right on pace. They're right on pace, so, which means— but That's why I'm saying the, if they keep their motivation, it goes back to the motivation factor, Joe. If they stay within contention and arm's distance, then I'm with you because their peripherals show it, right? But if they drop out, then I think their motivation shifts from winning games to letting the kids get, you know, at bats and rest and stuff like that. And then maybe I don't know if I'd be riding that win total. I hate to bring it up, but I'm going to the San Diego Padres yeah. have 45 wins, my friend. 
What was uh, their win total? Because I just think the bet was with Niffin. What was their win total? Uh, uh, their uh, projected win total was 78 and a half games. They are at 45. So they don't need to necessarily have as good a first half as they did here in the second half to be able to eclipse the win total. But even 45 wins, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good that. win total for a team that uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, listen, they're exactly 500, Joe. If you right. take that, and you go if they 81 do that and 81. Again, what are they, 80 and 80? Oh, something along those lines. 81, 162 games. They go 81 and 81. They go over that win total. And Niffin was nice enough, you know, to give me like 10 or 15 extra on top. So I'm That's cruising crazy. for that one. Morning, Ashley. <laughs> That was absolutely crazy. And he, I'm still laughing at that. Now we did that. Like 65, I think, was the number he said. Now, and I was we like, talked about that. that. We talked about that one team, Dane, and we'll dive into this uh, also as we move along in the week. But what do you think? The Mets win total was 85 games, right, to start the season. They're at mm. 40 right now. Right. Could the Mets put it together? Could they rattle off? Another 40 wins. He had 45 wins there in the second half. No, they cannot. There's too much drama going on here in New York. Brady Van Wagnen's throwing chairs. Mickey Calloway's getting ejected. And word on the street up here, Joe, is that the Mets are actively shopping Zach Wheeler uh, at the trade yes. deadline. It looks like they understand that they're going to be sellers. So I don't think they you know, have a better second half than first half. If they if they start selling some of their starting pitching, okay, we may see Tim Tebow in a Mets uniform before too long. How about the uh, Miami Marlins? Uh, Sixty three wins was their uh, was their total. They're at thirty three, man. I, I like the pitching with the Marlins. I I, I, I think they can the get it. The <laughs> yeah, I, I think they can get the over. I do. All right, you're going under tonight in the All Star game, correct? I swear I Mostly home right. runs, but not a ton. All right, I'm going to go National League to win it, too. As a, I'm going with the dog. Give me the National League to reverse it, finally. We'll be back tomorrow, too. Again, helping you make it rain, 7 p.m. Good luck today, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and intercity bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Are you, or someone you love, 
one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease. There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. You're in the book and want to get it published. Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. DFS players, we don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Make it rain. Pitcher for the American League, Justin Verlander. A uh, little bent out of shape, Dane. Has uh, always when it comes to balls. Uh, hey. He's got a, well, he's got a lot to say about it. Tonight's all about the long ball, but baseball is a game of change and cycles. Do you see the game ever moving away from where it is today with power and and just really going for the home run? Yeah. <laughs> Are you asking about the baseballs or the game? <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference there. And Verlander, very outspoken about what he feels is not necessarily Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred being upfront about what they are doing with the baseballs. And in fact, I mean, he just, he went on a tirade. He called it a effing joke. He said Major League Baseball is turning this game into a joke. They own Rawlings. Uh, and you, you've got, uh, you know, you've got Manfred up here saying that it might be the, the, the way of the center of the pill they, they own the company. If any other $40 billion company bought out a $400 million company and the product changed dramatically, it's not a guess as to what happened. We all know what happened. Manfred is the first time that he's come in. He said, Hey, you know what? It's, we need more offense. All of a sudden he comes in, the balls are juiced. It's no coincidence. We're not idiots, and he went on to say that it, are the ball's juice. Does he does he think it was intentional? And he says absolutely, one hundred percent. They've been using juice balls in the home run derby forever. He says they know how to do it. It's not coincidence, and I find it really hard to believe that MLB owns Rawlings, and it's just coincidentally that the balls have become juiced. And you know, I joked about it earlier, Dane. Listen, he's got a point. It's not necessarily, he's not bitching and moaning that guys are hitting necessarily home runs off of him. And he's given up his share this year. I believe he's, uh, he's given up 26 home runs this year. Most of them solo shots, but still, I don't know that he's bitching about that as he is. Danford keeps throwing his hands up in the air and being like, yeah, you know, you know, the engineers, they, they tweaked a little something. And you know, this is, well, I mean, give me a break. They didn't do it under his point is that you don't, these guys, these engineers at Rawlings, what they did it on their own. Like you guys didn't go to them and say, we need the right. ball to fly out of the ballpark. I think that's more to his point and what his issue is. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this before, Joe, and I've gone conspiracy theory with you on this before. Right at, at towards the end of 2015, I believe, which coincides with when we've started to see this dramatic shift. Go look into it, okay? Rawlings also moved their manufacturing plant, I believe it was to Costa Rica, okay? And it, they, they used to manufacture the Major League Baseballs in one place. They moved the plant to a different country, and that coincides with Major League Baseball buying Rawlings and the spike here. Yes, and I think there's a great 538 piece, but they actually show the difference in the core of the ball, and there is a slight difference that adds to bounce. There's a lot of stuff out there about it, but here's the thing, all right? If they're all using the same ball, then it's an even playing field. Maybe offense and home runs go up. But guess what, Verlander? It's going up for your boys of Springer and Altuve and Correa as well and Bregman as well. So, you know, it's an even playing field for everybody. It is just going to change some of these numbers. I think the bigger and we'll talk about it maybe on the other side of the break. But as you know, baseball is a sport that cares so much about its record book, about its nostalgia, about comparing eras against each other. And this is just yet another reason of why you can't, whether it be steroids, whether it be free agency, whether it be raising and lowering the mound, whether it be allowing colored players in. It is so hard to compare eras, yet baseball wants to still wax poetic about its record book. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 